Yo, yo. What up, what up? Welcome to the WTF Should I Do With My Life podcast. I am your host, Jacob Sokol. And if this is if this is your first time to the podcast, WTF is a place where we come together and look at the unique challenges of what it means to be alive today. So it's clear that the traditional roadmap for success, that shit just don't work no more. And how do we navigate the challenges that are specific to our generation and also the opportunities that await us that some of the people from the old generations just can't see? So it is bright and early Monday morning, July 4th, as I record this. It's like 7.51 in the morning, hence my deep morning voice. And uh, shout out to everyone. Happy 4th of July. Happy 3rd of July, 2nd of July. I know there's some other holidays going on around the world. So if you're not in America, shout out to you and your holiday as well. And if you are here in the U.S., well, what up, what up? Um, Today, I actually want to talk about Brexit. Okay, Brexit. So Brexit, for all those who are disconnected from the news, as I have been for so many years, Brexit is uh, Britain, the the UK is basically saying that they no longer want to be a part of of the European nation. And there is a a vote in the country and surprisingly, no one really expected this, but surprisingly, people were like, hey, we'd rather be our own entity and not be part of, you, you know, the European nation. And this is not a political podcast, so why the hell do I bring this up? Well, I bring this up because I have some clients who are in the UK and I want to take a moment just to empathize with the massive amount of uncertainty. So whether you're in the UK or you're in the PK or the wherever the hell you are, whatever K you're in, I just want to take a moment to empathize with what it feels like to face massive uncertainty and change and challenge. And instead of um, pretending that you know it's it's not something that's challenging, we can actually look at the challenge and say, "Hey, th- this is this is a challenging situation." So here's what I want to talk about when it comes to uncertainty about the future. Most of us have this relationship to challenge where we think it's a bad thing. In other words, when we experience challenge, we're like, we got to get rid of this as quickly as possible because, oh my God, I'm feeling challenged. Something must be wrong, either with me or with the situation. And if you look at the people who you admire the most, these are people who face immense challenges all the time. Look at your heroes. I mean, who, who are the people who, you know, run the... Um, the companies that that you that you aspire to be like or the actors or the musicians that you're like oh my god i love this person's work right these people have to perform in front of millions of people and what i want to bring to you is some awareness as to the fact that challenge isn't a bad thing in fact if you look at your biggest dream to be in your 
ideal relationship or to be on Oprah and talk in front of thousands or millions of people or to run a company that really makes an impact in the world and generates a large amount of revenue. All of these situations call for immense, immense challenges, right? You want to run a company? You know how much responsibility that entails? You know how much uncertainty is involved in that? insane amounts and the same thing if you want to be on Oprah or you want to talk you know give a TED talk right you're gonna have to speak up in front of all these people the best things in life the things that your heart desires the most come with challenge and so we don't want to demonize challenge or take challenge as a bad sign we don't want to say oh well since there's challenge that means i'm not good enough or it's not the right situation no fuck that what it means is that we want to train for the challenges we want to train for the challenges so that when we start that new project and we're really excited in the beginning and we're like, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. I'm so excited by this project. And then two weeks later, it's really challenging. That's the natural course of creation. We start off inspired and then we get challenged and we want to train for those challenges, whether they're in our creative work, whether they're in our external world, like what's happening with the UK and with Britain right now, or whether it's like any other situation, we we want to train for the challenge. So how do you train for the challenge? Well, You train for the challenge by going deeper into your practices. And what I mean by practices are the things that make you the most vibrant, the most quick. I love the irony as I took a nice long pause there thinking about what to say. Oh, it's great. Um, Basically, the best version of yourself. So what are the things that when you do these things, you feel most in flow, you feel smartest, most creative, most grounded, most at peace. These are the things that you want to be doing to train for the challenges. So here are some specific examples. Meditation, doing your daily meditation practice. Yoga, do you do yoga? Well, you don't need to, but if you have a relationship with yoga, right, doing your yoga, exercising, going for your runs, doing your your weights, whatever it is that works for you, um, connecting to your body, however you can do that, whatever that looks like for you. Having conversations with people who inspire you and lift you up instead of people who drag you down. Ultimately, choosing to invest your time, invest your money, invest your energy, invest your focus in your own development so that when those challenges come, you don't shrink up and shrivel and say, oh my God, this ain't for me. What the hell? You know, I was stupid to think I could do this. But instead, take a nice deep breath, push your shoulders back and place your feet on the floor and feel the groundedness of that. And from this place, you can be level-headed and go into the challenge. And here's the magic question, really. There's a question here that, you know, you really want to look at. And excuse me, it's it's 7.58 in the morning. I'm, I'm still waking up a bit here. That's my ch- personal challenge of the hour. So here's here's the big question, ultimately, right? Instead of asking... Why is this happening to me? The question that you really want to ask is, 
how is this happening for me? You get the shift there? The first one is, is a victim mentality, and that's the question that we'll often ask ourselves if we're just unconsciously experiencing a challenge. So the first question, again, the one that we want to stay away from is, why is this happening to me? God damn it, why is this happening to me? Right? And the question that we want to shift toward is, how is this happening for me? How is this happening for me? So just imagine that this is the universe conspiring to make your life better. And on the outside, it seems like this is the universe saying, screw you, I hate you. But but let's shift that and let's just play the game. Just pretend for a moment that this is the universe saying, I got your back and I'm doing this for your own good in order for you to grow, in order for you to have a better life. So when you ask that question, how's this happening for me, right? And you not just ask it once, but you're willing to actually live into that frame moment to moment, day to day, every morning, waking up, knowing that whatever happens is ultimately here for your own growth, right? How's this happening for me? Um, There's a lot of beauty in that. The other thing that I'd encourage you to look at is, you know, oftentimes we think uncertainty is a bad thing, right? Uncertainty is a bad thing. But what if uncertainty actually meant opportunity? So what if uncertainty was the gateway toward opportunity? And instead of demonizing uncertainty and saying, oh, uncertainty is a bad thing. Fuck uncertainty. I got to be certain. And believe me, I know a lot of people, because I'm one of them, who uh, used to really make certainty a priority in my life. I need to know what my exactly what my future looks like. I need to know exactly that this partner is the, the perfect person for me to be with. I need to know exactly that this project is going to work out great if I decide to do it. And craving certainty is a recipe for a boring, unfulfilled, and ultimately anxious life. And what we want to do is we want to develop our capacity to thrive in uncertainty, okay? Develop our capacity to thrive in uncertainty because, listen, all the things that your heart desires exist in uncertainty. All of the things that your heart desires exists in uncertainty, right? You want to have a better relationship? Well, how exactly that's going to happen? We don't know. There's going to take, you're going to have to take some chances and get a little vulnerable, right? And that's uncertain. Um, You want to do more fulfilling work? Well, then you're going to have to have a conversation with your boss about wanting to to change the exact way that you show up at work and, and ask to have it be a little bit different. And you know what? That's fucking uncertain, right? Or you want to leave your job or you want to start a business, you want to travel the world. All the things that are most exciting are also the most uncertain. So when you feel that energy that so many of us label as fear, when you feel that energy and it's a visceral physiological response that your body has, it's like a, an intensity that your body takes on. It's really an intense energy. When you feel that, Instead of labeling that energy as a bad thing and trying to push it down and get rid of it, here's what I want you to realize. There's a direct proportional relationship between the amount of energy that you feel 
and are labeling as fear or negativity or whatever, there's a direct proportional relationship between the same amount of energy that you feel when it's the fear coming up is in equal proportions to the amount of excitement and freedom you have the capacity for if you learn to use that energy instead of try to dismiss it. Okay, let me see if I can explain that just a little bit better. I, again, stay with me now. It's like 8, 8.02 in the morning, so I, th- I, th- I think I've almost got it. I'm just going to say it one more time. So you know that really intense emotion that you feel when you're thinking about going into uncertainty? We usually label that fear and think it's a bad thing. And what I found is that the amount of energy that you feel is in direct proportion to the amount of excitement and freedom that's available to you if you learn to breathe into that energy and expand your chest and really welcome the energy and use it to propel you forward instead of try to dismiss it because it's uncomfortable and intense. And when you try to dismiss it, ultimately, if you keep doing that long and long enough, you're going to end up unfulfilled, bored. You're going to think there's something wrong with you. Um, You'll be super anxious. And what we want to do is develop your capacity to be able to hold that energy. We want to build you out so that you can embody the intensity of feeling uncertainty, of feeling whatever it is, and not labeling that as a bad thing, but actually recognizing this is just energy and it's neutral. And because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean it's bad. Now, here's the thing. In theory, you're like, oh my God, Jacob, this shit makes so much sense. This is amazing. Or at least that's my hope when I record a podcast. But when the actual moment comes... Right When I talk to someone about signing up for coaching with me and changing their life and making that commitment financially, energetically, uh, mentally, right? suddenly, suddenly that energy starts to, to, to fill their body and it's like everything that we know or that they know, right? it's just like, whoop, right back to fear. And that's not always the case. I just experience that from time to time. And and that's really the case when it comes to anything that brings you towards your heart's desires, towards the life you want to live, any big significant thing. It's like we could take all this wisdom right now and know it in our head, but it's so different when it actually comes time to applying it. And that's what I help people do. That's the essence of my work. Sensify, it means to feel, sense, Sophie, wisdom, to feel the wisdom, not just to know it in your head. I mean, that's crap. Like, I mean, you know, within the next five or 10 years, there'll probably be some app that downloads every one of my podcasts into your brain. And that doesn't change your life. Information is not transformative. Information is just knowledge. It could be really helpful if it's the right thing at the right time for the right person in the right place. But generally speaking, when you listen to a podcast like this, this is just spiritual entertainment, right? You're just like, oh, this is entertainment that aligns with my values and gives me hope and helps me see things a new way and feels kind of exciting and fascinating. But this doesn't necessarily change your life. 
only you can change your life. And that happens through your breathing, right? Like the more that people spend time in conversation with me now, the more they're like, Jacob, are you turning into a yoga teacher? I'm not, but there's a lot of wisdom in this age old philosophy. You know, breath is the pathway to your power. Breath is the pathway to the freedom that you're craving. Breath is the pathway to the safety that you're trying to find in your head, which you can never find in your head because safety comes on a physiological level. It's when your nervous system feels like it can relax, not when your mind feels like it has certainty. And that's a trap so many people fall into. It's when your nervous system can feel like... I can relax, right? That's safety. And that comes from your breath. Your breath calms down your nervous system. Trust. People are like, I need to trust it's going to work out. No, you don't. You just need to be present. As long as you're present, you can always figure things out. It's when you're, ironically, it's when you're in the future trying to figure things out that life doesn't work because you're not connected to the actual moment. Now, this doesn't mean don't think about the future. Don't plan for a better life. Definitely do that. Just don't think you're going to have certainty, right? Don't wait for certainty in order to move toward it. So sure, take an estimate, spend an hour, spend a little bit of time, you know, taking your best guess at what the future could look like and what a good plan could be and then move toward it knowing it's not going to be certain, knowing it's not going to be perfect. And as long as you're present and breathing, then you can course correct as you go right? You just come back to the present moment and you make the new plan based on where you now are, which is a month later. And you'll always be able to figure it out as long as you come back to your breath and, uh, and to the moment. So that's my little sermon, the, the Sokol sermon for today. Uh, I hope that you enjoy the holiday. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Oh, 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 I just noticed that we passed 100,000 downloads on the podcast. So thank you for being a contributor to that milestone. I don't exactly know what 100,000 downloads means either. So we're both in this together. I think it's pretty good. And um, (laughs) thank you for being here. I'm stoked. Have a great rest of your day. And if you'd, you know, I haven't asked for this in some time, but if you'd like to leave a review on the podcast, I'd love to see it. It helps other people find the podcast. So this is one way you can contribute to other people's fulfillment and other people's level of purpose is just by taking a moment to, uh, to review the podcast, leave five stars. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk soon. Peace.